Omaha Styley Podcast. My name is Brian Bernard. I wanted to introduce myself. I am a newer fan to the band. I started listening heavily in 2002. I know a lot of you got into the band at the very beginning, and some of you just got into the music just last week. Nevertheless, wanted to get right into things. I know there's a, a great podcast out there, Live 311 Puffy. He does an amazing job. This is going to be a little bit different twist. Only difference is probably a little bit shorter and a little bit more frequent. Today's podcast, we're going to focus on your entry point into 311. When you've been around for about 27 plus years, a lot of bands are going to have fans that obviously get in at the beginning, but some people don't find out about the band until, say, this summer at the never-ending summer tour with The Offspring. Maybe you listened to Amber on the radio and you fell in love with the song. Maybe you had that crazy friend or family member that had the stickers all over the back of their car they listened to it 24 7 posters on the wall you figured hey i gotta see what they're all about maybe get into what they're listening to whatever your perspective is that's what we want to focus on today and i'm going to start with chris in tampa florida hey brian chris here aka tones of music my entry point was probably a self-titled album uh down obviously all mixed up and that I heard of them before but what I really dove in after that entry point off that high board was a sound system for me and been a huge fan since thanks bud I love hearing about down being the entry point into 311 for people I uh, kind of parallels my story where I, I had listened to from chaos and really enjoyed that album and when down came on the radio in a Charlotte radio station 106.5 and I'd heard it and I had to connect the dots that it was 311 but I was so blown away it just it reeled me in also and of course sound system sound system is actually my my favorite 311 album and i'm sure it's a top one for lots of fans so great story chris thanks for sharing Welcome back to the podcast. I was just having a conversation a little bit ago with a good friend of mine here in Charlotte, Aaron McGinnis, and we were talking about that entry point into finding a great band like 311 and the uh, connotation that comes with that, not just from a musical standpoint, because they, let's face it, they do make great music, but you're also talking about a an emotional level that they grab you at and even sometimes a spiritual level and they they write great lyrics i mean their lyrical content just breaks boundaries um you know a lot of bands they fall into that trap where they want to write about the same themes over and over again and and, and they get tired and that's why people fall out of uh, liking a band you know 311 is always pushing the boundaries of, about lyrical content and things and themes that that you can explore and then when you do you want to you want to maybe uh, apply them into your own life and try to you know read more books uh you know watch different movies things that are going to stretch you personally and stretch you to be a better version of you and uh that's part of what the draw is about this band to me and i'm sure lots of lots of you folks listening Another very unique thing I think about 311 fan base is the jam band 
almost parallels that they have where obviously the band plays a rotating set list and there's the uncertainty to know what they're going to play any night. So people will actually travel, you know, across the country and multiple gigs each summer and sometimes even the entire summer or winter or fall tour. And, and you have fans that are 15, 20 year fans that are chasing certain songs they have yet to hear live. And to me, that's something that's very unique at a band, about a band like them um, versus, say, a Fish or a Grateful Dead, Dave Matthews Band, where it's just expected because they're that jam band mentality. 311 takes on a, a mentality of bands that don't normally fit the genre which makes it very unique and I, I think it's just a very interesting point to make about them hey brian this is daryl vitulo dvids 14 on twitter my entry into 311 was off the music album uh back in the day i used to spend a lot of time at one of the local music stores uh in the twin city suburb that i lived in and i uh, got to know the the staff pretty well. They got to know the type of music I was into, and and when music was released, they uh, handed me the disc and said, "Give this a listen." And listen to the first two songs, "Welcome" and "Freak Out." Was digging it, and then I got to visit, and visit just blew me away, and I was hooked. Walked right over, purchased the album right there, and I've never turned back. Um, they just band has changed my life in so many ways it's been such a positive influence to me uh first time i saw them was in 95 i want to say it is it's hard to keep track of all the years at this point but i think it was 95 down it dropped so it was before they really broke big uh it's kind of fun thinking back to those days that you know the type of venues they can play in now and knowing that they played in this small little 3,000, 4,000-person club, which I know they still do, but it, it was just, uh, it's fun to think back to knowing I saw them before they really took off. It was a cool thought, cool experience. So just wanted to give you my thoughts and notes. Thank you. You know, I, I really appreciate hearing when fans that have been uh, into the band for a long time share those moments when they get into the early albums and they got to see the shows when they were just a, a little uh, band playing smaller venues. And then, you know, when I have conversations with them as being a newer fan, you don't get that animosity and that that kind of weird vibe you get with a lot of other bands who they feel like when you're a Johnny come lately that... You, you you don't really get the band or you don't understand it, it's you you kind of just plug in and you start listening and you kind of get on the same wavelength as everybody else and that's a great feeling because you know there's guys that have been to 250 shows and you can go to a show and have a conversation with them and rub elbows with them and 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 get the fact that even though there's a wide expanse of time you've invested into the band when the when the show starts you guys are all one and that's what songs like one and the same are all, are all about just the unity aspect of 311 
Hey, Brian, this is Use of Time, Twitter handle. Uh, when I was about 9 or 10 years old, it was around the time I think the Blue Album had been released, and my older brother and all of his friends were listening to 311 quite a bit, uh, along with like Corn and Marilyn Manson, Dog Eat Dog, uh, Pe- um, Pantera, a bunch of stuff. But 311 is the one that I really remember when I would eavesdrop on them and stuff and hang out and try and hang out with them. 311 is the one that sounded so good to me, and the song Lucky was the one with the one song that sounded the best so one day I went down when he wasn't there and I ransacked his CDs and I ended up finding track two there on grassroots and it was lucky and I um, have been hooked ever since you know what I love about that story is I think about my kids who five seven years ago were some of them were nine and ten and they were finding out about 311 in 2012 and having the same experience and I remember one of my uh, older boys actually going to school and writing out the lyrics to come original and trying to figure out what they were. And it's funny because when you think about the evolution of the band and the, and, and the lifespan that they've had, and the band will say it all the time, is they love 311 families. They love seeing the new generation of kids come out and listen to the band and get into the band when they could be getting into Kanye and and all the newest hip hop and all the newest dub and, and the things that are out there, but they're still listening to music that that people that found them in 1995 can relate to as a nine or ten year old kid. And to me, that is a true test of a band that's standing the test of time. You know, something else I wanted to bring up about TJ's comments a, a minute ago about finding the band as a as a 10-year-old through Incubus and Corn Roots, that, that viewpoint is always going to be there. You're going to find people that, that come in through the heavier, more harder style music roots. But then you, you, when you get into the fan base, you realize that a lot of the, the people that really, really enjoy the band are, are longtime Beatles fans or Radiohead fans or Pink Floyd fans. And then you've got your your reggae crossover where, where you'll find a lot of sublime Bob Marley and, you know, now newer, newer groups like the dirty heads where that's a domination of, of the fan base on, on that side. And then because they, they're smart enough to bring on alt punk and, and the groups like offspring and Ballyhoo where their, their fan base comes in. And, and now you've got a huge, not just a band that crosses over all these different genres, but you now you've got a fan base that that crosses over all these genres, which to me is a very special thing. A lot of times you'll get bands where they might cross over to genres, but the, the fan base won't accept that. And and this is just a special thing that you're going to get with 311. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I want to go quickly here to Wes Anderson. Hear his thoughts about his intro to 311. Yo, this is Wes Anderson. Um, my entry point to 311. The first song was Down. Um, I saw my living room on MTV back in 1996. And then shortly after that, I got the Blue Album, which was the first album, and then went back and got Music Grassroots, and then pretty much been hooked ever since. First show was uh, Columbus, Ohio in November 2000, uh, in between Sound System and From Chaos, Zebrahead opened the show. 
Changed my life forever. Been going to shows ever since. You know, one thing about the song Down, there's a lyric at the end that talks about keeping your feet on the ground and your head in the clouds. And it's all about the balance between being focused and being driven, yet dreaming big. And Wes Anderson's a guy that dreams big. Fan from the mid-90s. He's a talented musician. At some point in his life, he decided to dream big. And here we are in 2018. He's got a single out right now called One of One that he has released with Lyrics Born. And Peanut did the bass tracking on the album. You know, that kind of stuff happens when you dream big. And bands like 311 allow you to dream big and they drive you to dream big. And that's another representation of what I think happens when you put great music with great lyrics and it propels you to higher thinking. My first experience with 311 was by hearing the song Creatures for a while in my sophomore biology class. And rather than just kind of getting a single album, my friend gave me every single CD to take home. And then he basically forced me to go to my first concert on December 9th, 2011 in Phoenix, and I've seen about 20 since. They're just amazing. 311 fans always crack me up because they sense when there's blood in the water and somebody's about to check them out for the first time. They will pile on the music and and tell the stories and really urge them to jump all in and when when they get you to that show and you're there for the first time it's like a completely new world gets opened up to you and that's what really makes the the 311 fan base very special is it is truly a family in in a lot of sense of the word Hey, welcome back to the show. Before I get back in to hear from John Long, I wanted to bring up an an example of the unity that 311 band members and crew and management has with their fans. There's there's bands out there that are untouchable, and then there's 311. They go out of their way to interact with the fan base, and as big as a band and as big as they are in the general public, they cross all the barriers to putting themselves up on pedestals to being bigger than than life. And that is a special thing that I think needs to be commended by them. I, they're, they're on social media. They interact with their fans. Uh, they set up opportunities to meet their fans. And they almost become fans themselves because it's hard to disassociate the band with the fan base sometimes because they're, they're just as having as much fun as we are doing it. And it's a special thing. I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska in the 90s, um, but I was 11 years old when Down came out and really broke them. So they were long gone. They were in L.A., um, you know, way before I was old enough to go to shows. And so I can't claim to have seen any very early 311 shows. But um, everybody in Omaha knows somebody that knows somebody that's a cousin, too, that was in the band, uh, you know, um, by their account. Um, so, in a, you know, as a bit of a contrarian by nature, I think um, I sort of resisted. Uh, I liked the Blue Album, um, but I didn't really get into it at the time when it first came out. Um, 
Transistor was good. It wasn't until Sound System came out in 99. I was a freshman in high school that something about that record, the, the reggae, the, the essays, uh, essays parts on a lot of those songs, the production of that record, um, just clicked with me. And, uh, the first 311 show I saw was, during the sound system tour in 99, the Sokol Auditorium, small venue, um, great little venue in Omaha. And it, it, I was hooked. I mean, that, that was it. I would see them several times there, um, over the years before they kind of outgrew that space. And so the sound system was my introduction to the band. And it's from there. I sort of worked my way backwards, really fell in love with the blue album. Um, fell in love with Transistor, but it was when I got to grassroots and music that it really became, 311 became a lifestyle for me. You know, it was something about the, the ethic there, the, the, the message of love and positivity and unity. Um, I was, you know, before that I was really into to metal and, and heavy depressive music and, that was kind of what my life was like. And then suddenly this incredible band comes along with these really great musicians that are doing something that nobody else is doing. And they are talking about loving your life. That hadn't even occurred to me that you could do that. But here they were, these guys saying, go be happy, be positive. This is, this is real. This can happen. You can do this for yourself. You can be kind to people. You can spread positivity and joy and you can be a beacon of light, as sort of corny as that sounds. But I took it very seriously, and it changed who I was, what I could be, and it changed how I interacted with the world. You know, suddenly I was I was trying to spread love and joy and, and happiness, and it just all came back to me, and it created this sort of this this cycle and this circle of of unity and, and acceptance that I, I wasn't aware was possible before. And so, you know, I, I became obsessed. I became obsessed with this band. I became, um, you know, obsessed with the potential that was there. Uh, you know, I, I played music before that, but, uh, you know, Tim's guitar playing really influenced my, my playing, uh, as a guitar player. And, and sort of shaped the way that I thought about and made my own music. And so I'm really grateful to that band. You know, they've been a, a, a constant companion for, uh, you know, 20 years almost and um, really changed my life in really incredible ways and, and continue to do so. There's still a, a go-to, uh, you know, when I need that extra boost or, or, or life seems to feel a little bit overwhelming. Um, you know, I can go and, and, and mine out a right, the right 311 song and just completely, you know, help to orient my, my ethic and my philosophy on life, uh, back to a, a positive and, and uplifting one. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, it's not hyperbole to say that, uh, there's been times when this band has, has saved my life, you know, and I, I, I know that that's not a uncommon, uh, story. A lot of people have that same story. So, um, I don't know how many other bands can really claim that, you know, it's a small few. So, so thanks 311 for everything. And, uh, thanks Brian. 
That's just such a moving story, and thanks for sharing that, John. It's one of those things about this band that when they are larger than life in your life, and you can always go back to the music, and you can always go back to the themes, and you can always go back to the the memories, and they'll carry you through the hardest times uh, where you just feel like you're at your lowest of low, and you put on a 311 record and all of a sudden your day just got a heck of a lot better and it, it is truly a way of life uh, when you listen and take this music to heart and I really appreciate hearing that and reinforcing uh, that message on, on the podcast thanks My name is Marianne, and on Twitter, I am Mary311 for you. And I first started listening to 311 in 1994 and saw them for the first time that year. And they blew my mind. I've been listening to them ever since. For like 22 of those years, I was just listening to 311 and that's it. Wouldn't listen to anything else. And I've seen them like 55 times. Best band ever. Hands down. Not even a question. Welcome back. Thanks again for tuning in to the inaugural 311 Omaha Style podcast. Again, my name is Brian Bernard. Looking forward to a lot more content coming. We're going to get into some deeper things, some interviews, some band members going to be coming on the, sh- the podcast, uh, some stuff we got approved by 311 Management. So I'm really excited about what the future holds. Until then, I've got one last guest. This is Tony from Boston, Massachusetts area with his entry point into 311 with the Evolver album. I guess what got me into 311 was Evolver. I really liked Evolver. That was a really good album. I actually didn't like 311 when I first heard them. And then, uh, I don't know, the song Same Mistake twice, I guess, really grabbed me. You know, I always knew who 311 was. I just was a metal fan and a little metal freak. And yeah. And then Evolver came out, like I said, and I really liked the song Same Mistake twice. I didn't really hear anything else from the album. And then my buddy asked me if I wanted to go to New Hampshire and stay at his cottage with him and go see 311 for free. So I said, ah, fuck it. And I went. And that night completely changed my life. And I have not looked back since. And 311 shows is like a must for me every year. If I don't go, then I'm not alive. That's the only time I'll miss their show. Well, that's pretty much a wrap for this week. Keep in mind, if you've got anything, you want to drop us a line, you want to check into what we're doing, have ideas, have anything you think you can add to what we're doing here, drop us a line at omahastylepodcast at gmail.com. That's omahastylepodcast at gmail.com. Until then, stay positive, love your life, and we'll see you soon.